Hello, my name is Gary Shotton, and today we're going to talk about the subject of quality. I was asked one time by an individual what was the one, number one, most important thing that we could consider to be successful, and my immediate response was quality. Now, you're probably thinking, oh, I've heard this before, I don't want to hear it again, but let's go over it in detail and let's really understand what we're talking about when we talk about quality and the importance of it. First of all, you must realize that uh, our customers are always grading quality. As reference to this subject of quality, I'm going to refer to my ownership of a business, a machine shop. And in that business, we make metal parts similar to this. It's a, a precision part that has lots of dimensions, lots of uh, tolerance uh, issues on it, and including smoothness and, and cleanliness. And, and everything about that part is very important. And it doesn't matter if uh, it's this kind of business or your business, like a restaurant, uh, is the quality of the food as expected. Whether it's uh, buying a pair of shoes, what kind of quality of shoes are you buying? Whether it's uh, even a uh, hairstyle or is the quality of the hairstyle and the saloon or salon uh, meeting the expectations of the customer. And as an example, my, one, my biggest customer has uh, these uh, grading sheets that we have every single month. It's like a report card. You'd think you'd get out of uh, high school, you'd get away from report cards, but this is a report card. If you see there, they are a number of them. This is month after month after month, a very similar report card that uh, is, is demonstrating in green, yellow, and red uh, whether or not we're meeting their expectations. And on that report card is things like uh, the uh, acceptable uh, parts coming in with no defects. That's the number one thing. That's clearly quality. But also is included on that uh, the subject of on-time delivery. That's a quality issue. If you think about it, your difference of the same product being uh, on time or when expected, that's an issue of quality because that some people don't want to wait even though it's perfectly dimensionally correct or the food is perfectly right. You don't want to wait an hour and a half for your meal when you're expecting it in like 15 minutes. So w this whole subject of quality goes really deep. So number one, what are your customer's expectations? Now the customer is the boss in this regard, but the customers are not always going to be the same and you've got to determine who your customer is and what their expectations are in quality. Uh, let's take food. Uh, in the United States we have a lot of fast food, meaning drive through the window, pick it up uh, in less than one minute, uh, eat it in the car, or eat it quickly, and those meal prices could range from like seven to nine dollars for a full meal and just for a sandwich could five or six dollars. That's a customer that wants something quick, that's something that uh, uh, for the price range that they're willing to pay, they're going to compare it with other options that they have, whether it's beef or fish or chicken, they're going to compare it with her, their other options. You do that yourself. Whereas if I take my wife out to a nice dinner, maybe it's an anniversary or a special event or a birthday, I go to a nicer place and I don't expect it to be there that fast. I expect it to be be treated respectfully. I expect to sit down and have my water filled. I expect a lot of things are included in quality. And then of course when the meal comes, if I choose a steak or salmon or something uh, more of a, a dish that's uh, more expensive, I don't mind paying more for the product, but I have an expectation based on what I'm paying and that's what you've got to be able to determine. 
uh, price of shoes. We had this uh, discussion in Africa that some people are buying shoes off the boat from China. Well, those shoes are going to wear out. That person is buying the cheapest possible set of shoes they possibly can buy. So the quality is down. The price is right. It's there for delivery, but they don't last. Or the suggestion could be to buy a better pair of, of shoes that would last not just one month or three months, but two or three kids, like kid number one, kid number two, five or six years through more than one child as they grow. So you've got to determine what the customer is your customer and you've got to stay fixed on that and be sure you know what that is. Now, when you decide that, there's what we call tolerance. Now, when I take this part, this this part that, that I have in my hand, and, and each dimension, there's a call out on the print. And that dimension has what we call a tolerance. It's plus a certain d dimension or minus a certain dimension. In our case, they're thousandths of an inch. It could be plus one or two one thousandths of an inch or minus, in other words, it could be a particular dimension plus or minus a certain tolerance level. And that's a call out that we require to have on our print because we need to know whether or not we're meeting the quality expectations of the customer. And we can't hit it exact, perfectly every time. Every dimension must have a tolerance. So if you're like selling ice cream cones, you need a tolerance on the weight. You need to know, maybe a little scale there, that you're meeting the expectations of the customer. That that was uh, so many ounces of ice cream, plus or minus so many uh, portions of, of ounces or, or, or pounds or whatever unit of measure you're at. I remember a time that I was uh, watching my money and I went to a particular store and got an ice cream cone. I thought it was a treat. And that person stacked that ice cream cone up high with ice cream. Man, I thought it was the best buy. I went back the next time and another person gave me the right quantity and I was disappointed because I was expecting more ice cream for the same price. You've got to be careful that you know what the customer wants and then you've got to be able to measure the tolerances of whatever it is, um, whether it's uh, acceptable or not. Uh, let's take something that's being tailored. Uh, somebody normally not the seamstress needs to judge the quality and be willing to say, you know, you 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 did not uh, uh, stitch the the stitchings tight enough, or these dimensions are too irregular, or this has too much uh, extra string hanging off of it. Whatever it is, somebody's got to be probably not the person that's ma that's making it, helping measure the quality of that product, whatever it may be. Now. You're only going to be as good as the feedback you get from your customers. Now, I showed you a little bit ago the scorecard. That is feedback. That's a feedback that we get every month from that customer. I actually go in with my quality manager and my production manager, minimum, the three of us go, and we discuss about every single issue of quality that did not meet the customer's expectations. And they want from me, our company, uh, uh, what's called a corrective action. What are we going to do to correct that so that this does not happen again? And in most cases, our customers actually charge us a penalty if we allow a part, like a financial penalty, in cases several hundreds of dollars, if we allow one part to get to that their assembly line and it's not to, to their expectation. This could become expensive. Now, 
uh, a survey, maybe you could just ask your people to fill out a survey. I'm telling you, when I'm doing a survey, it's hard for me really to tell the truth. So you might want to consider a, a, a trusted uh, a person that you could uh, send in and, and judge, and you know they're going to tell you the real truth. They're not worried about about uh, offending you by telling you that the that the soup was too cold when it came, or the taste was not good, or that the the style was out of style, or the hairdressing was done uh, incorrect. You're, you're, it's a little hard to get a really true survey from your customers, but do what you can. Now, in our case, it's not just the dimensional issues; it's appearance. We have um, several times our parts are everything's perfect, but it just doesn't look good. You're going to have to consider the same way. Uh, we have uh, just how brown is brown on the top of a biscuit. How well is it packaged? That's another thing. Uh, if we send something to our customers and it doesn't isn't packaged well, if it isn't uh, protected safely, they'll tell us about it. You've got to know that when you hand your product to your customer, whether it's a service or a product, that you've packaged it well. This is a quick summary on quality. It's very important that you understand the value of quality. And once again, in my opinion, it is the absolute most number one first thing that every business must focus on. Without it, you'll not have repeat customers. Not without it, you'll not have referral customers. Without it, you cannot price uh, high enough or low enough to get the customers. You're going to go out of business at some point if you don't have a quality level that meets and exceeds the expectation of your customers. Thank you for being a part of Inspiring Better Business.